Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, celebrating the good news of Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. We here at Andrew Womack Ministries want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today I'm continuing to teach on how you've already got whatever it is that you need from the Lord. And I know that that's that's a startling statement to a lot of people. They say, no, I don't have it. Well, you do have it, but it's in the spiritual realm. That's what I'm going to start talking about today. You know, I've got this teaching entitled, You've Already Got It. And uh, so we are making that product available to you. But I've already established that you're already blessed with all spiritual blessings, that you already have the same power that raised Christ from the dead, that faith doesn't move God. Faith only appropriates what God has already done in Christ. Now, that is a huge statement. I just, I know that that is so radical to most people that they don't, they just don't embrace it because this is uh, totally out in left field from what most people are being taught and thinking. Most people approach God as if he, he has all power, he's almighty, but he has done nothing. He could do it if he wanted to, and they are just approaching him like a beggar, asking, and I was teaching that, no, he's already done everything. He's anticipated every problem that you'll ever have, and all you've got to do is believe that it's done and go over and flip the switch. I was using that verse out of Isaiah chapter 45, verse 11, where he says, concerning the works of my hands, command ye me. We don't command God in the sense that, God, you must do what I want you to do. Certainly not. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what the Word's talking about. But it's in the sense that the electric company generates the power. They put it into your house, but they don't come turn it on for you. It's at your command. They have provided everything that you will need to run all of the appliances, the electricity in your home, but it's at your command. You have to flip the switch. The same with God. God has provided everything. It's not you commanding Him, making Him do something He doesn't want to do. No, He's already done everything, and when you get born again, you have the same power on the inside of you that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, but it's at your command. You can't approach God and ask him to do what he told you to do. You know, in James chapter 4, verse 7, it says, Submit yourselves therefore unto God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you, not flee from God. Certainly, it's God's power. You are no match for the devil in yourself, just in your natural self, but you're born again self. You now have a greater authority and power than the devil has, and you have to resist the devil. And if you come to the Lord and say, oh God, the devil's just beating me up and I'm sick and I'm poor and I'm depressed and I'm discouraged. Oh God, please get the devil off my back. Nothing's going to happen because he told you to resist the devil. You fight the devil. You stand against him, and he will flee from you. God and the devil are not in direct conflict today. God and the devil meant through Jesus, and Jesus conquered him and came out of hell with the keys of death and of hell dangling on his side. Jesus has conquered Satan. Satan is a defeated foe. There is no direct conflict between God and the devil. But God gave his power to us, and Satan is fighting us. He's not fighting God directly. That battle's already been won, but he is coming in line 
and deceiving us and fighting against us with all of these things. And if you ask God to get rid of the devil and to get the devil off of you, it's not going to work because that's not what the instruction book says. You resist the devil and he will flee from you. You have to take your authority and you have to speak to the devil and you have to command these things to come to pass. So this is what I've already been talking about how that God has already healed you, God has already prospered you. Anything that you need, love, joy, peace, anything you need is already provided. It's in you. It's already in there. You don't need God to put something in you. You don't need more from God. What you need is to learn how to draw out what God has already placed on the inside of you. And when I say things like that, there are multitudes of people, multitudes of Christians that can't embrace that because they can't see it. They can't feel it. They can't touch it. And here's another way of saying that. Most Christians do not let the Bible get in the way of what they believe. Most people believe what they feel, what they see, what they've been told more than they believe what the Word of God says. So when I'm saying that you're already healed, that you're already prosperous, that you're already delivered, that you're already loved and all of that, people will come back and say, but I don't feel love. And they will just let their feelings dominate them regardless of what God's Word says. So what I want to begin to share today is to help explain this. How do you, how do you understand? Like the Bible says it by his stripes you're healed. But here's a doctor's report that says, no, you got stage four cancer. Here's pain in your body. You can even sometimes see the tumors or you can feel the tumors. And you're saying, here's the, the word of God says, I was healed. First Peter 2.24. But here's the doctor's report saying, I'm not healed. Here's what I feel. How can this be? The answer to me is so simple that there is more than just this physical world. There is more than a physical world. There is a spiritual world. And when the scripture says that by his stripes you are healed, that may not be a physical reality yet, but in your spirit, you've got that raising from the dead power that is in you and it is there. And all faith is, faith is like a bridge or a conduit that flows between the unseen realm, the spiritual realm into the physical realm. Faith will literally reach over into an unseen realm where things can't be proven in just a test tube or in a natural way. And by faith, you can reach over and take that healing that does exist. It's not in the, uh, you know, in the make-believe realm. It's real, but it's not a physical reality. It's a spiritual reality, and you can make it come into the physical world. Now, some people, as I start trying to explain this, some people are immediately beginning to say, well, you're just, you know, you're talking about things that aren't real. You're the only, they believe that the only reality is what you can see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. Your five senses. And if you can't prove it by some of these things, either seeing it, tasting it, hearing it, feeling it, if you can't do those things, then it's not real. It's just in make-believe. Well, that's not true. You know, for instance, many of you are watching this television broadcast by a satellite transmission. You can't see those satellite waves. You can't see radio waves. You can't see these things, but they do exist. 
Just because you can't perceive it with your little peanut-sized brain, and I'm not meaning that as a, as a slam or a criticism, but I'm saying that compared to the infiniteness of God, it's just, it's amazing to me. Creation never ceases to amaze me that God established these radio waves and radio frequencies. He made all of these things possible. He thought this all through. You know, people think we created radio and television and microwaves and all of these things. No, God anticipated all of this. He had all of this. None of it would work if He hadn't created the laws to make it work. All we did was discover things and begin to use it. But you know, when you, when you start receiving radio and television signals and stuff, you can't see them, and yet you, you believe that they exist. And all you got to do to prove that they exist is take a television set and, and plug it in, turn it on, tune it in, and then you start seeing these signals. But did you know that when you turn on the set and begin to receive the signal, it is not when the signal begins. The signal is already there in an unseen realm. Right now, wherever you are, if you're in a house, if you're in a car, wherever you are, there are many, there are dozens of television and radio signals all around, but you're just listening to this one because you're tuned into this frequency, but they're all around. And if you say, no, there aren't, I don't, why aren't they there? Because I don't see them. That doesn't mean that they don't exist. It just means that you aren't perceiving it, but they exist. And again, to prove it, you could take a radio, television, turn it on. You could tune in different frequencies. There are things that exist in an unseen realm. Now, that's not a perfect comparison because even though it's unseen, you can't perceive it with your ears or see it with your eyes. It is a physical thing that exists in this physical reality. But there is also a totally unseen realm. There is a spiritual world that exists. There are spiritual realities out there. There are angels. There are demons. Not only out there, but on the inside of you, there is a spiritual you. And in your spirit, you have things that are real. They are real. Just because they aren't physical doesn't mean that they aren't real. You know, over here in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, Notice it says the evidence of things not seen. It didn't say the evidence of things that don't exist. They do exist. They just are in an unseen realm. There is a spiritual world. There are angels. There are demons. There are spiritual realities. There are also spiritual things on the inside of you. According to the scripture, Galatians 5, you've got love and joy and peace on the inside of you in your born-again spirit. That's the fruit of the spirit. And some people will immediately just say, well, no, I don't have it. Why? Because you don't feel it. Your, your feelings can only perceive what is going on in the physical, natural realm. They do not have the ability to comprehend spiritual things. You have to do that through faith. And you just cannot perceive natural, with natural means, spiritual things. Jesus said it this way over in John chapter 3 when he was talking to Nicodemus. He says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That's just an old English way of saying that spirit is spirit, flesh is flesh. They are two different realms, two different realities. They both exist. They're both real. 
but you can't perceive with just physical, natural things, what you can see, taste, hear, smell, and feel, what is going on in the spiritual realm. So how do you know? Well, you'll get some new age people and some of the, you know, the, the weird spiritual things. They will just uh, get into this state. They'll get into a lotus position with their hands like this and going home and, and trying to empty their mind. And they may be able to contact some demonic spiritual stuff that way. But the way you contact God and the way you perceive what is going on in the spiritual realm is through the Bible. In John chapter 6, verse 63, Jesus said, It's the spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. God's word is spirit. God's word reveals what's going on in the spiritual realm, the unseen realm. You can't see it with your eyes, but you can see it by faith through the record that is given in the word of God. The word of God is kind of like a, a window. You know, right now I'm in our television studio and there are no windows to the outside. We've got one, but it's covered with the curtain to keep the light from coming in. But if I wanted to see what was going on on the outside, I can't tell by being in this studio. But if I was to open up the curtain and look through the window, well, then I could see, is it raining? Is it sunshine? Is it snow? Is it whatever it is? out there, but I'd have to look through that window. Well, this is the portal. This is the window that allows you to see what's going on in the spiritual realm. And remember here in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, it says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence, some of the translations say, the proof of things not seen. They do exist. They're just in an unseen realm. I heard a man one time make this statement that faith is saying something is so when it isn't so. And if you'll say it and believe it hard enough, then it'll become so. And there's a lot of people that that's what they think faith is, but that's not, that's not accurate. Faith is saying that something that can't be seen at the moment is real. It, it exists. It's just in the unseen. It's in the spiritual realm. And if I say that and believe it and act accordingly, well, then what is true in the spirit will come into physical manifestation. If you're talking about believing for healing, when I'm sitting there and saying, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. People that do not believe that there is any reality beyond what you can see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. They don't believe in a spiritual world. They believe that we're just physical, that we are nothing but an evolved animal, that we have a physical body and then an emotional mental part. But they don't understand that at our core, we are a spirit being. People who don't believe in the spiritual realm will sit there. And when a person says that by the stripes I'm, of Jesus, I'm healed. If there isn't a doctor's report that verifies it, if the pain doesn't leave, if the visible symptom doesn't leave, well, then they don't believe that that's real because they are only monitoring the physical realm. They don't understand that there is a spiritual world and there's a spiritual you. And when I say that I am healed in Jesus' name, that is an absolute truth. In my spirit, according to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19, I have the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead living on the inside of me. That is not a... a 
make-believe thing. That's not me calling something that isn't true as if it was true. No, I am saying truth. I'm saying reality, but it is a spiritual reality. And I have to speak it and act on it. And according to uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 23 and other places, not doubt in my heart. If I stay in faith, well, then what is true in the spirit man will become true in the physical realm. But there may be a, a length of time in between there. I'm going to deal with this in more detail. I can't tell you everything I know in one day, but I am going to continue to talk about this and use examples of where it took a period of time for what God had done in the spirit realm to become manifest in the physical realm. But to me, this is the key to understanding the things that I'm teaching. When I say that you've already got it, that God has already supplied your need, that you're already healed, you're already blessed, all of this, most people will just immediately look in the physical realm and search only the physical, natural realm. And if they can't see the results of what I'm saying, then they say it's not true. They immediately enter into doubt. And the reason they do that is because they don't understand and acknowledge that there is a spiritual world and a spiritual realm. If you, if you don't know that, if you don't recognize that, man, there's all kinds of things going on in the unseen realm that we can't see. If you don't understand that, then you will never see the, the benefits, the full benefits of what Jesus provided for you come to pass. Because I can guarantee in the natural realm, there's just a lot of things that do not line up with the Word of God. But if you've been born again, if Jesus is your Lord, the moment you got born again on the inside of you, you have perfect wisdom, you have perfect healing, you have perfect prosperity, joy, peace, emotional stability. Everything in your spirit realm is perfect. But that doesn't mean that it's going to change your physical reality unless you believe it, unless you get to a place where what you believe is true about you in the spirit is more real than what you see or feel in the physical realm. And again, most people cannot make that step because they've been trained to only focus in the physical realm. That's what the Bible calls carnal. The word carnal to most people, uh, well, even people outside of Christianity, they probably don't even use the word carnal. But when you talk to Christians, that is describing some reprobate, some person who's terrible and a great sinner and things like that. Well, it would include people like that. But the word carnal just means that you are controlled and dominated and limited to your five senses, what you can see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. And the Bible says that the carnal mind is enmity against God. That's in Romans chapter 8, verse 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. They that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. It didn't say it just tends towards death. It is death to be carnally minded. What does carnal mean again? It's not just referring to somebody who's a terrible sinner. It's referring to people who are controlled, or you could say limited to only what they can see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. They can't operate and believe that there's any reality beyond what their five senses tell them. And it says the carnal mind is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. What is spiritually minded? 
Again, John 6, 63, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So to be controlled by what you believe, what the Word of God teaches instead of what you just feel, that is being spiritually minded, and that produces life and peace because the carnal mind is enmity against God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh, or you could say those who are carnal, cannot please God. We've got to go beyond just realizing that there is reality. We've got to realize there is reality beyond just these five senses, what they can tell us. There is a spiritual world and God has placed on the inside of you raising from the dead power. Right now, if you are feeling depressed and discouraged, it's because you are just monitoring your soulish realm and your feelings. But if you were to go to the Word of God, the Word of God teaches that you've got love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance on the inside of you. That is not something that isn't true and that if you'll just say it and believe it enough, maybe it'll become true. No, it's true. In your spirit realm, your spirit is rejoicing. If you're born again, in your born-again spirit, the fruit of that spirit is love, joy, and peace. You've got joy just abounding on the inside of you, in your spirit. Your, your born-again spirit part of you is having a party right now. I can guarantee you that your spirit on the inside of you is rejoicing right now and bearing witness with what I'm saying. Your spirit has been trying to get you to, to believe that you've got these things, that God has already blessed you with all spiritual blessings. But most people don't go by what the Spirit is saying, by what is the Word of God reveals in the Spirit. They go by what they see, taste, hear, smell, and feel. They watch the bad news. They listen to all of the bad things. They're reading all of the bills. They're looking at the collection agency coming against them. And that's what they're focused on. And if you're focused just on the natural realm, then you are going to be cut off from the spiritual realm and from the power and the supply that God has made in the Spirit. But if you get to where you use this like a window, the Word of God is Spirit and it's life, and you say, I don't care what the doctor says, what the banker says, what anybody says, this is what God says, I believe that this is real. I believe that the spiritual world created the physical world. It's the parent force. The parent force is greater than anything that it created. The spiritual world existed before there was a physical world. And long after this physical world is destroyed, there will still be a spiritual world. The spiritual realm is more real than what you feel. And when you get to where you can believe that and you take the representation that God's Word gives us of what we are and what we have in the Spirit, and you get to where you believe that and you are more dominated and you act on what the Word says about you more than what the doctor says about you, the banker says about you, then what is real in the spiritual realm will come into the physical realm. Man, I'm way out of time today, but please listen as our announcer gives you information about these products. This teaching is something that you need. It will set you free. So listen to our announcer. We've got the book. We've got study guides, DVDs, CDs. Please listen. Please call or write today and join me again tomorrow as we continue the gospel truth. You already got it. Allow me to uh, understand, to understand that I already, I already got healing. To see what my identity was in Christ was just, um, 
life-changing. It was just totally life-changing for me. I didn't know that the power of God was already in me. So to me, there was a tremendous discovery. I didn't know how little I knew about the Bible, but thank the Lord for Andrew Womack that I already got it, honey. Andrew's complete teaching title, You've Already Got It, is available in a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. It's also available in a book and study guide in English or Spanish. Each of these products is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get them in the You've Already Got It package. This package includes the book, the study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $90, but you can get it today for only $60. Andrew's book, You've Already Got It, is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. And we encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book to you free of charge. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. This is the last night of our 2019 Healing Is Here conference, and I tell you, it has been spectacular. We had people stand up that said that they had been healed, and I'm sure that there was over a thousand people who stood up to say that they had been miraculously healed. And we had people come out of wheelchairs, we had people with heart problems, heart valve problems that were healed, people with, uh, I don't know, you name it. So if you've missed any of this, you know, you will be able to go to gospeltruth.tv and we will have archives of this conference on there. Uh, you can also sign up for next year. And I think one of the things that made a difference this year was the people came and they were excited that from the very first note of the first song, people came expecting their miracles. And I tell you, when you place a demand like that on the Lord, things happen. If you weren't a part of this, if you didn't see it by our live stream, well then go check it out. And next year, plan to be with us in 2020 for our Healing Is Here conference in August. You'll be blessed. Many of you are aware that we have a Karis Bible College worldwide, but our headquarters is located in Woodland Park, Colorado, and God has really blessed us. We have seen God provide supernaturally, and we now have somewhere around uh, close to $95 million worth of facilities at our main campus. But we owe about $23 million on a parking garage and in order to get this paid off so that we can continue with student housing and all of the other things that are necessary for this Bible college, I've started what I call a 1K club. 
I WAS PRAYING ABOUT THIS AND THE LORD JUST SPOKE TO ME THAT HE WAS GOING TO BE TOUCHING PEOPLE'S HEARTS THAT CAN GIVE A ONE-TIME GIFT OF $1,000 OR PEOPLE THAT CAN PLEDGE FOR $100 A MONTH FOR 10 MONTHS. AND IN THE NEXT 10 MONTHS, I'M BELIEVING TO GET THIS PARKING GARAGE TOTALLY PAID OFF. I'D LIKE TO ASK YOU TO PRAY ABOUT IT. AND IF THE LORD SPEAKS WITH YOU, JOIN WITH US, BECOME A PART OF THIS 1K CLUB. HELLO, THIS IS ANDREW WOMACK, AND I'D LIKE TO ENCOURAGE YOU TO CHECK OUT OUR GOSPEL TRUTH TV. YOU'VE GOT WELL-KNOWN PEOPLE ON THERE LIKE KENNETH COPELAND, CREFLO DOLLAR, JESSE DUPLANTIS, KEITH MOORE, AND IT'S A SAFE PLACE TO BE. YOU ARE GOING TO BE BLESSED. SO CHECK IT OUT. IT'S 24-7, GOSPELTRUTH.TV.